I'm Bridget Owens, and you're listening to the Waxing Soul Podcast. Join me on an exploration of mindful modern magic, a journey towards deeper understanding of self and transformative individual spirituality. It's March 18th, 2021, and on today's episode, we'll be discussing the role of love in our spiritual lives as the finale of our seven-episode series on emotions and spirituality. Are you ready to grow your soul? Here we are, the very last episode in the series on emotions in our spiritual lives. So yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, so shout out to all of the Irish pagans out there still kicking it, despite efforts to the contrary. Um, And we're almost to Ostara as well. Um, We're about to be on the other side of the spring season, barreling towards summer. Not that I'm excited about summer, per se. Uh, Not my favorite season (laughs) at all. And I always kind of feel like spring just flies by every year. But anyway, in my personal wheel of the year... Spring is about focusing on relationships and emotional energies and creativity and things coming back awake after the cold of winter. Um, It's a water season and summer is a fire season. So after Ostara, there's a look forward to all of the energetic connections and new creative ideas and such shifting into action for summer. So it's getting ready to get stuff done, to go places, to jump into life. So I do have a lot of ideas brewing, um, collaborations I'm working on, stuff germinating that is going to bloom here before too much longer. And I'm super excited to bring some of those to life. So ideas for the podcast included in all of that exciting stuff coming. So jumping into this last episode in the series, I wanted to do a bit of a summary to put everything into context as a whole. We've talked about six emotions so far. So fear, joy, anger, curiosity, sadness, and shame. And I think the traditional ecosystem of emotional energy and spirituality is centered around fear, anger, and shame. You know, fear tends to sit in the center. We tend to build up our spirituality around our biggest fears. We We then let anger shape the beliefs that we claim and we hold on to, and shame keeps us focused on the things that we need to change about ourselves to live up to whatever our spirituality is about then. And the aftermath of that is that curiosity gets stifled in all of that, and joy and sadness get sort of pushed out to the edges where we we hope that if we get the rest of our spirituality right, we'll have less sadness and more joy. And we're, you know, they're just barometers, really. If we're not happy enough, then we're back to that fear and shame and anger trying to figure out what we're doing wrong. Which isn't very, you know, healthy. (laughs) Um, And it's not every spiritual life or religion or path, of course, but it's an awful lot of what passes for spirituality out there. People striving to be something they aren't because they feel not good enough, um, trying to shape the world according to their fear and anger to you know, get rid of the things they don't like about reality, or at least working to separate themselves from those things. And here's sort of an interesting thing about my whole spiritual worldview. I'm an atheist, technically. I'm, I'm not so much an anti-theist. I'm not against the idea of spirituality or necessarily religion, obviously. But I am an atheist, which gets confused for the same thing because, we're, you know, there's often significant overlap. But where a lot, a lot of atheists and 
especially anti-theists, have a problem with religion or spirituality is in the mere concept of the existence of a you know, supernatural god we're supposed to worship or obey or whatever. And that's not where my concern is. My problem with most religion and a lot of spirituality is that it's unhealthy for us. Um, it's a mechanism of control. It's a societal force to make us conform and behave. And, and often that force is abused because that's what we've ended up with after all of this time of evolving spiritual and religious beliefs in human society. It's a spiritual life wrapped up in anger and fear and shame. And how is that good for anyone? And it's not just Christianity either, if that's what you're kind of <laughs> where your brain goes. It's not just the Abrahamic religions. Definitely a cornerstone of those. But also, it's so incredibly pervasive in modern spiritual thought, even in New Age or pagan type stuff, even in magic. It's, you know, we're not good enough. Our lives aren't what nature intended for us. You know, aren't we afraid of what's coming and what's out there? And aren't we angry over what other ideas and groups have pushed on us? So here's the solution. Here's what you want to do about it. And, and this means embracing this, this culture and these standards and finding enlightenment and higher vibration and all of that by becoming just like everyone else on that path. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> so sound about right to your experiences along your spiritual journey? And where is joy in all of that? Where is curiosity? Where is connection? Where is love? And I'll, I mean, I'll tell you, in a lot of paths, a lot of ways of being in spiritual terms, love is like an object. You know, we want to have love. We, we want it like it's a thing. And love in most people's lives is something they want to acquire. You know, we seek it out, right? We want to it to be the byproduct of our spirituality. That If we nurture our spirit the right way, we find love, we get love. Like there's a machine in the universe that exchanges religious devotion for love. <laughs> um, like it comes out in a little plastic bubble for 50 cents. But love is also a verb and it's a form of energy. It's a feeling that we feel. And it's far more important that our spiritual lives involve love in action and most importantly, love is a feeling more than love as an object. If you're enjoying this episode of Waxing Soul, subscribe to the show. Each week we dive into a different part of the world of spirituality, magic, and self-evolution. Check out last week's episode for the sixth episode of this series on emotions and spiritual life where we talked about shame. And come back next week when we will answer the question, are you obligated to use your spiritual gifts? be honest, I usually shy away from talking too much about love in spiritual settings because I find it really uncomfortable to slog through all of the crazy obsession with romantic love and soulmates and twin flames and all of that which exists in modern culture as a whole, not to mention spiritual culture. So, and I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm happily married to my wife. We've been together for almost two decades now. Being in a loving relationship with someone is really great. But man, are we as a society totally messed up about it. And you know what's even more great than romantic love? Autonomy, independence, comfort with yourself, authenticity. But luckily, that romantic idea of interpersonal love is not the kind of love we're going to be talking about today. Because our obsession with finding a love partner 
in life is a cultural factor, right? It's not really about our spiritual selves. It's about this idea that somehow we're missing something, that we're incomplete, whatever. And that's the root of our current attitudes about what most, you know, people think of when they think of love. And not just romantic love, family love, friend love. You know, when we think of love, we think of relationships. And when we think of relationships, we tend to approach them as something we need, something we want to acquire, something our life is less without, which, I mean, yeah, I mean, living a life of solitude isn't psychologically healthy for humans in general. But this is more than that. But what I want to really get us thinking about is that love as an energy, love as an emotion, is internal. Emotions are internal and personal, right? I can be in a relationship defined by feelings of love that we have for each other. But what I feel is eternal, internal to me. No one can make me feel love for them. And you know, vice versa. Sorry, love spells are one of those things that I just hate the very idea of. I think they're unethical at just about every single level. But love is something that we feel. It's a form of energy. And when we love something, we're initiating an energetic connection from within ourselves. It's us opening ourselves up, giving that energy of ourselves towards the thing that we love. You know, anchoring ourselves to something energetically, which, yeah, is similar to what happens anytime we have a positive energetic relationship to something. But there's a difference between love and other, you know, good emotions like joy or awe. And not to channel Hadaway here, but <laughs> we need to dig into the question a little. What is love? There are so many different definitions of love. And what I'm definitely not interested in doing is trying to figure out which one is right. Because when it really comes down to it, I think they're all right. Love isn't one thing. Love isn't an emotion caused by connection in one set of circumstances. Lots and lots of things engender feelings of love. You know, I love my wife. I love sushi. I love creating things. They're all different situations, but the feeling is fundamentally the same. It's a stronger connection, a stronger energetic tie than just about any other emotional form of energy. It's a pull of attraction and connection that literally anchors us to the things we love. And it's a connection that's significant enough that we give it its own word and we feel it almost like a compulsion. Now, I mentioned before that love is also a verb, an action. And I want to differentiate between feeling love and showing love to someone. Because we can absolutely be loving to somebody else without feeling that deep, warm love emotion ourselves. Like love as an action is often about providing someone else with experiences, things, care, whatever, in an effort to engender a feeling of love in them. Maybe towards us, but often just, you know, in general. And sometimes we are loving as an action because of the love that we feel towards them as well. And this is, this is important. Absolutely. That whole, you know, spirituality is what you do and not who you are thing comes into play here. Totally. It's not, it's not what you believe. It's who, you know, what you do. But I do want to focus on the emotion of love that we feel because that's the point of this series. And the things that we feel love about are widely varied. It's not all romantic love. It's not all about other people. It's lots and lots and lots of things. 
And I think we have this weird thing about love being rare and serious and some hugely sacred thing that we should only feel love about important, serious things. But love is something we've romanticized and idealized and, well, I, I think pretty much lost touch with. Love is, if we want to be really simplistic about it, it's the strongest positive emotion we can feel. And it's defined by the strength of it, not the particulars or the circumstances that would cause it. So when it comes down to figuring out where love fits in our spiritual lives, it's not a matter of what things we should love, what people we should love, what types of love are important or not. It really comes down to this idea of forming the strongest energetic connections and nurturing them. You know, spirituality is all about energy. And it's only natural to enshrine our strongest, most powerful energetic connections in our spirituality, no matter what form they take. If you have a suggestion for future show topics, please tag me on any of my social media profiles. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as Bridget Owens Magic and on Twitter as Waxing Soul. Visit BridgetOwens.com for information about my upcoming book release and other spiritual resources, and for expanded versions of the downloadable resources for each episode, as well as access to patron-only Q&A live streams and a monthly Zoom meetup, join the page of podcasts tier on my Patreon at patreon.com slash waxingsoul. Authenticity is my big thing. And part of that big thing is love, because one of the most inauthentic things we can do, and it's alarmingly common in all areas of our lives, is to deny ourselves the things and people we love and substitute things other people want us to love instead. So whether that's pretending you don't love Taylor Swift's music because your friends will laugh at you, or whether it's not having relationships with someone you feel strongly about because that type of relationship or that person in particular isn't going to be accepted. Our spiritual lives, especially, if they're going to help us grow and evolve, have to be built on a foundation of authenticity. And that means all the things we truly love deserve to be embraced rather than, rather than rejected. So now here's an important thing about love, something that sets it apart from a lot of other emotions. It's mysterious. It's illogical. There's, you know, the things that cause us to feel love, not just joy or pleasure. I mean, those things we can kind of, you know, we can logic ourselves into finding something fun or pleasant or whatever. But love? Love just happens. The vast majority of the time, we don't decide to feel love about something. You know, love can take us by surprise in a way that other emotions don't. And even when we're talking about love we feel about doing certain things, experiencing certain things, even love we feel towards types of objects or places or whatever, we rarely logic our way to love. You know, we only feel it. It's an instinctual connection. And it's almost like whatever it is that we feel love for, it's like that thing reaches in and pulls that energy from us. And it's that kind of instinctual, inexplicable, spontaneous connection that really belongs to spirituality more than anything else. You know, we think of love as one of the most powerful emotions, and it is. 
but not in the sense that it binds us together with a soulmate. I mean, that whole concept makes very little sense anyway. <laughs> but love does strongly bind us to things and people and ideas and experiences, stuff that resonates with our deepest selves. And the most important part of love isn't that we're loved by other people. It's that our own love connects us to pieces of the universe. So not love for a person or love with a person. I mean, that's, that's part of it. But we, if we focus on that when we talk and think about love, then we're missing out on the infinite other energetic connections that we have to all the other things we feel love about. You know, I think we're too obsessed with feeling loved by people <laughs> that we forget about feeling love for all sorts of things in the world around us, including spiritual things. And that's the big shift here that I want for everyone. You know, being loved by other people is a different feeling from our own feelings of love. And being loved by someone doesn't make us actually feel love from within ourselves automatically. And that's where we get mixed up in our modern understanding. What we often think of as love is really just us craving that show of love from someone else. You know, when we get that kind of attention from someone else, yeah, it, it makes us feel emotions. But the vast majority of them aren't love. Um, when my wife shows me love, I feel contentment and security and joy and, you know, lots of other things, and they're positive. But it's when I feel that pull to connect with her and show her love that I'm actually feeling the emotion of love. See the difference? So those powerful emotional energetic connections that bind us to the universe through illogical instinctual reactions, if we're neglecting them to chase validation from other people, then we're harming our spirit, we're harming our soul. So all these emotional connections we've been talking about in our spiritual lives, where does love fit? Now we've talked about how in a healthy and authentic spiritual life, we remove fear from that center post position and we use it instead as a barometer of where we might feel disempowered. We remove anger from its spot in the driver's seat on our spiritual path and we cultivate mindfulness around it so we become more authentically connected to our ethics and motivations. Um, we shape our daily practice by embracing those things which bring us joy. Um, we expand and evolve our understanding of self and the universe by following our curiosity. Um, we come to understand shame and sadness as part of the experience of being in relationships and being connected to the universe. And at the center of all of that has to be love. You know, in that place where, for a lot of us, fear used to sit. You know, centering our spiritual lives not on the things that we want to be protected from or that we want a higher power to fix or that we want to bring our spiritual abilities to bear, to fix, uh, you know, but rather on the things we love, which is what the download for today is focused on. And you can download that toolbox guide at BridgetOwens.com slash podcast. We want to put the very strongest, most spontaneously significant energetic connections we feel in that place of supporting the rest of our spirituality. Because then, you know, if you remember when we talked about fear and how if we put it in the center of our spirituality, 
then we get into the situation where, you know, we can't really address and overcome the fear without destabilizing the rest of our spirituality. You know, that's not what we want fear to be, but it's exactly what we want love to be. We want the love we feel, the things that cause us to feel love. We want those things to be non-negotiables. We want that to sit in that tentpole spot where they can't be dislodged without bringing our whole spiritual practice down with them. You know, those things that you love, those very most authentic, energetic relationships that connect to your deepest self, that's the structure on which you want to build everything else. Which means getting deeply in touch with that feeling of love. Those things that you love doing, the things that you love talking about, the people you love being with, the places you love being, the stuff that you're drawn to, even if you can't explain why. (laughs) Those connections that just feel natural to you, like it's part of your base programming, that's love. It's not something you chase. It's not something you find or get or cause. It's something that wells up within you. And that's the core of an authentic spiritual life because because it's from the core of your authentic self. Thank you so much for listening. Look for a new episode of Waxing Soul every Thursday. You can find us on BridgetOwens.com slash podcast and wherever you usually listen to podcasts. If you can't find us at your usual podcast spot, drop a message to Bridget at BridgetOwens.com. All materials and resources, except the music, are copyright Bridget Owens. Music is Dreamcatcher by Kevin McLeod, used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International. Find out more at BridgetOwens.com podcast. Many, many thanks to my readers, listeners, friends, mentors, inspirations, and my family. None of this, of course, happens in a bubble. Until next week, blessed be and be good to yourself.